The sermon from St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota, of a member of the Wells, preached on September 9, 2012, based on Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. Please stand. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word from God through which the Holy Spirit strengthens our faith in Jesus Christ is the second lesson today, Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 20. As you hear the words again, picture what Paul describes. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Pray also for me, that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. This is the word of our Lord. Please be seated. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints, wash clean in the blood of our risen Savior. From the Alps to the North Sea, Europe lay divided. The Allies on the West to the Central Powers on the East, each staring at each other across no man's land from their trenches. In 1914, as hostilities broke out, who would have guessed it would be such a long and catastrophic war? Picture the trench warfare of World War I. Barbed wire everywhere, exposure to the elements, poor sanitation, cholera, dysentery, typhus, long periods of boredom suddenly punctured by a sniper's bullet, a mortar explosion, mustard gas, even surviving the initial attack or explosion with only injuries often meant just a slow death from infection and gangrene, the horrors of war. And you, dear Christian, are in the trenches of a far more dangerous yet vastly different kind of war. Through the word of God, the Holy Spirit equips you for this battle. Fight on. Fight on with the strength of your Lord Jesus Christ, even as we sang in that first hymn. Christ is your strength and Christ your light. 
hear your Savior, your Savior's battle cry sounding out through the words given the Apostle Paul here and put on the full armor of God. Yes, dear Christian friends, battle on with the Lord's strength. That's our theme here this morning. Battle on with the Lord's strength, knowing your enemy, standing firm with God's armor, and staying alert in prayer. Those are the three parts here today. Part one, know your enemy. Sometimes we imagine that our enemy is that bully at school, that gossiping neighbor, that unruly worker or co-worker, or that boss that just expects too much. Or we might count as our enemy the aches, pains, illnesses, and diseases that attack our body. Or else the losses, tragedies, failures, and disasters that strike against our life. We might even take a more abstract view and name as the enemy poverty, unfairness, injustice, ignorance. But what does the Bible say? For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Well, we might have that strength inside ourselves to face a bully or a gossip. And we might be able to make it through a tragedy or right and injustice with the help of our friends and neighbors. Where does the strength come from for what Paul describes here? How can we withstand the powers of darkness? How can we survive against the attacks of the spiritual forces of evil that come from beyond this physical world? Who has that kind of strength? Only our Lord Jesus Christ. He holds the battlefield, dear friends. He has rejected Satan's temptations. He has crushed Satan's head. He has paraded through hell itself as the victor and conqueror, our crucified and risen Savior. With might of ours cannot be done. Soon were our loss effected, but for us fights the valiant one whom God himself elected. You ask, who is this? Jesus Christ it is. The Almighty Lord, and there is no other God. He holds the field forever. Yes, dear friends, when we know the enemy, we know that our strength counts for nothing and in the end just causes our own a loss. And so we battle on, not with our strength, but with the strength of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be strong in the Lord, the Apostle urges us, and in his mighty power, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Yes, our enemy is not that person who troubles us. Our enemy is the devil who schemes to use that person to work resentment, hatred, strife in our hearts so that we refuse to forgive despite how much God has given us. Yes, the devil schemes to use the troubles of this life to lead us to question God, 
to doubt his love, to give up hope in his promises. He is so cunning and has such deep guile and great might that the devil even uses the good things of life, God's blessings to us, to lull us into a spiritual sleep so that we forget how much we need our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yes, you see, the devil may well bide his time. He lets your life go along pretty well so that you think all is fine, that your faith must be pretty good because life doesn't have too many troubles. It's like those times in the trenches when uh, they were free from bombardment and the soldiers could enjoy camaraderie and share happy memories and then the mortar explodes. The day of evil comes, Satan blindsides you. And even if you survive that initial temptation, that hasn't foiled the devil's scheme yet. For he knows that even if you don't completely fall for that temptation that he first aims at you, he knows that bitterness or anger may linger in your heart about what had happened, or else that doubt or despair or hopelessness can set in, yes, set in like like gangrene. Or he may take sort of the the opposite approach and and try to puff you up with that thought of of pride and self-confidence that you could withstand that temptation, which spreads like an infection. You see why? We need the strength of our Lord to withstand the schemes of Satan, that old evil foe. But dear Christian friends, no matter how evil the day, no matter how cunning the scheme, no matter how severe the attack, the strength of your Lord Jesus Christ is greater He has won the victory. He has overcome Satan himself. And he gives you that victory. So that as you battle on with the Lord's strength, you will stand firm against whatever attacks Satan may aim at you. And in the end, you will stand victorious because of the mighty power of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand, yes, in the end, to stand victorious because of the strength of our Lord Jesus Christ. Battle on with his strength. For when we know the enemy, we know that our strength counts for nothing. It all depends on his strength. And that is why we stand firm, not with our armor, but with God's armor, which brings us to part two here. Battle on, standing firm with God's armor. The soldier wore the belt in order to keep the scabbard for the sword and also to serve as an anchor for the breastplate. Without the belt, the sword was lost and the breastplate was useless. And so in the same way, if we no longer think that the Bible is God's word, if we no longer think that this is the truth, the absolute truth, the full truth, and nothing but the truth, if we give up on that revelation of God, then we lose the sword of the Spirit and the breastplate of righteousness. And so, dear Christian friends, stand firm. 
with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. The breastplate, like a bulletproof vest, protects the heart. Satan aims accusations against you. Look at what you've done. How could God love someone like you? You've failed, you loser. But Christ's righteousness protects your heart like a breastplate and calms your conscience. For Jesus says to you, I have fulfilled the law's righteous demands in your place. See my perfect life? I have paid the penalty for all your lawlessness. See my nail-pierced hands? I have brought you God's verdict of full and free forgiveness. You have been declared righteous. See my empty tomb? Yes, I, Jesus, became your sin to cover you with my righteousness. Stand firm with the breastplate of righteousness in place. With the proper footwear, the Roman soldier could battle on, ready for any kind of terrain. And so also, dear Christians, battle on with the Lord's strength, ready for whatever may come your way. For you believe the gospel of peace that brings us this readiness. You know the good news that you, yes, you individually each have peace with God because Jesus has reconciled you to the Father through his death. What can stand in our way now that you have peace with your God? Through the forgiveness of sins. Yes, our sins that were once hostility and warfare against God have been taken away and forgiven so that you have peace through the forgiveness of sins that is yours through faith in Jesus Christ alone. And so no matter how bad the world around us may seem or how rough the terrain, the gospel of peace has made you ready for whatever may come so that you battle on with the Lord's strength. Stand firm with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Now, Whatever Satan may aim against us, faith takes up its shield and firmly holding on to God's promises and word, faith stands there firm. For you see, that shield cannot be penetrated by any arrows of Satan. Yes, even though His temptations are like flaming arrows. They not only hurt when they first strike, but can spread like fire. Yet this shield, unlike any other, not only stops the arrow, but puts out the fire as well. That's how powerful God's promises are. And faith holds on to God's word and promise, confident of the power of the one who has made those promises. So, dear Christian, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And as you stand firm, stand there with the full confidence and sureness that Jesus is your Savior. Lift up your eyes and see the great salvation he has won for you. Don't let Satan's doubts penetrate your head. Rather, take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God.
Yes, that is how the Holy Spirit equips us and makes us ready for battle, isn't it? Through the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God that comes to us through the Scriptures and through the sacraments, which are the tools of the Spirit, the means of grace. But maybe you've noticed that the Word of God isn't limited just to the sword, is it? Throughout our description here, We've seen that the Word of God is central to each piece of armor. The Word of God is the truth that is buckled around our waist. It's what proclaims to us the righteousness of Jesus Christ as our breastplate. It's what it, 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 it uh, brings us the gospel of peace, making our feet ready for anything. It's the shield that faith takes up. And it's what assures us of the salvation that protects us from the doubts Satan aims at us. And it is the sword of the Spirit. Battle on with the Lord's strength, standing firm with the full armor of God, clothed with the word of God as your power and strength. And finally, dear Christian friends, battle on with the Lord's strength keeping alert, staying alert in prayer. For you see, prayer surrenders our own power, doesn't it? And falls on our knees and looks to God as our only source of power and strength. The power of prayer comes from the one on whom prayer turns to and relies on. The power of prayer isn't in our sincerity or ferverness. Prayer is not some sort of weapon because our, of our actions or, or our acts of praying. That's not what defends us against Satan or destroys his power. But prayer looks to the one who has made his promises and relies on his strength. And so Paul urges us, pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Yes, whether it is spontaneous prayer or or memorized prayer from your heart, whether it is written or unwritten prayers, whether it is your own words or words of others that you have taken into your heart, all kinds, at all times, pray. Don't fall asleep in your prayer life. Stay alert. Pray in the Spirit. And what does that mean to pray in the Spirit? It it, it means that our heart and mind, our soul and spirit, are solely focused on the spiritual truths revealed in God's Word, which is the sword of the Spirit. Stay alert in praying. And as you pray, pray not only for yourself in this battle against Satan, pray for your fellow Christians and for your pastor as well, because we too are under attack from Satan. Even the apostle asks for prayers, so that as he stands in Caesar's court, he may boldly and freely proclaim God's truth, no matter what punishment it may bring down on him. Yes, dear Christian friends, pray that we all battle on with the Lord's strength, knowing our enemy, standing firm with God's armor, and always staying alert in prayer. 
So when you hear of wars, whether the trench warfare of nearly a century ago or the war on terror as we again remember 9-11 this week, whenever you hear of earthly wars, be aware that your real enemy is Satan, that old evil foe who schemes against you with deep guile and great might. And when you hear of those wars and when you think of that enemy, wear God's word as your armor and and sword. For when it comes to Satan, one little word can fell him. Battle on with the Lord's strength, the strength of his word. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.